Hey, hey, this is your host, Troy Smith. Thank you so much for taking the time to kick it with us today at the Nighty Lounge. We got a lot in store for you on today's show, but before we get started, do me a favor. Hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're hearing this on today. Now let's get to the show. Hey, 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 it's your host, Troy Smith, man. Welcome to the Night Lounge. Welcome to the Night Lounge. Welcome to the Night Lounge for show, for show. Look, we, we, we're not really worried about a lot of things tonight. I just wanted to talk about, uh, talk to everyone about what's going on, period. I just want to get some insight from people, get their thoughts and per, uh, perspectives today. So, man, it's been a historical moment we've been experiencing today. Very historical, you know, um, Big things are happening History in the making History is happening right now In front of us uh, So I just say You know what uh, Let me just go live And see if we can get some people To come on and join on And discuss with me Live on Facebook On the Night Lounge Live on um, YouTube as well If you're not a Part of the YouTube community For the Night Lounge Be sure to do that By just typing in Night Lounge You can also join us on uh, Go to the website NightyLounge.com And um, You'll be able to listen to All the shows And things like that But um Today, today, is it historic? No, it's it's very historical moment. But what are your expectations from this point right now? You know, um, what are your expectations? Are you expecting some things? So, like, I got it right here at the bottom of the screen. You see it scroll at the bottom. You can call in. I want people to actually join in to discuss with me. And if you actually want to come on the the live and you show your face. Please feel free to do so. You know, I'm gonna see. I can send you the link, inbox you the link, or I just put it on the page. It don't make me any difference. But if you want to call in, you know, I know it's late, so some people may want to get their makeup and stuff together. They may not be having things on point. But what I wanted to do is play, um, play a video right quick because as everything is happening, um, everything is happening with the you know with the presidency, the election, and all that stuff. President elect Biden and uh, Miss Harris. I never say her name correctly, uh, Kamala Harris. Um, I wanted I wanted to see what people' perspective really was because right now, do you have any expectations? Do you expect things to actually be different? Do you hope for things to be different? That's what's going on right now today. We're used to seeing things um, happen and things actually. You know, people say they're going to do certain things for certain communities and folks, but then we also see it go to the wayside. On a consistent basis So the point now is Do we expect to see A, a different outcome So I'm going to play this video um, I had queued up from Tony Robbins man And he said something that's very crucial He was talking about emotions So I'm going to play this right quick And we'll go from there Working for you you know, Or a partner or even yourself And you fail to achieve a goal What's the reason people say they fail to achieve What do they tell you Don't have the Didn't know enough Didn't have the knowledge Didn't have the Money, didn't have the time, didn't have the technology, you know, I didn't have the right manager. Listen what this listen didn't what he said. Supreme Court. Didn't have the Supreme Court listen. including the Supreme Court have in common. They are a claim to you missing resources. 
And they may be accurate. You may not have the money. You may not have the Supreme Court. But that is not the defining factor. Mm-hmm. And you correct me if I'm wrong. The defining factor is never resources, it's resourcefulness. And what I mean specifically, rather than just some phrase, is if you have emotion, human emotion, something that I experienced from you day before yesterday at a level that is... So what's happening right there is that Tony Robbins was speaking at TED Talks back in 2006 or something like that. And as I'm looking to see what's going on with what's transpiring with... um, with uh, you know, with the debates and everything with Trump, and then also with Biden and things like that, I, I always kept coming back to this video. I remember seeing Tony Robbins talking to the Tech Talks crowd. He was talking about how people are missing out on certain things they didn't achieve in life because they're missing one thing would be emotion. So the question would be this: Are we looking at things and doing things emotionally, or are we doing it logically? That's my that's my question. Are we doing it emotional or are we doing it logically? Is it based off the emotions of it? Because right now what, what has happened, that what we see has happened all the time is that right now they got the grip on us with the emotion. Emotionally, I feel enthralled to do something about something, but what are my expectations after I've done that? After I made a decision, do you expect to, expect to see something different? Did Trump actually lose because he had no emotion? He has no empathy. And I would say yes. So what happened is Tony Robbins speaking to that crowd and the individual mentioned that he didn't have enough Supreme Court justices. Interesting. That was Al Gore in the crowd. Remember in 2000, he didn't win the, uh, the election. He had to recount and all the other stuff. But it's interesting that right now, what we're seeing is an emotional situation go down where people are tired of the unrest. They're tired of the unrest. They're tired of having a situation go down where the community is divided. The country is divided. So now we need something, someone to bring it back to a balance. But now are we making the decision emotionally where we want to see the balance happen? But do we actually truly have an expectation? That's my question. Do you have an expectation of something actually changing? So what we see right also with um, Ms. Harris that we've seen where they're making it very clear that she's the first woman of color. First woman of color. Then they, you know, they really not really touching on the black thing just yet in regards to me. They said first woman of color. Now they are pulling back in to say, hey, you know, she's a black woman in the office. Now this is a historical moment right now. Very historical moment. We got a woman in office in the, in the second highest power in the country. That's huge. But what are the expectations right now is that are there expectations from people? Do you really want to see something happen? One thing that we can't we can't take from we cannot take, and I think Van the guy Van Jones mentioned this too. We cannot. We got to respect the fact that Trump did say some things and do some things directly, and got rid of the taboo when it comes down to what they're doing for black people. What we're used to hearing is people always covering it up with the minority banner. And not truly saying for black people. They said what well, for the minorities, people of color. And they put that in there, but they never really start pushing the agenda of what we're going to do for black people. That's what you want to see different now. I know I would like to see something different with that. Don't put it under the banner of the minority banner. I want to be under the, okay, this is what we're going to do for the the black community. But then, you know, that's what they were talking about with the platinum plan and things like that. 
uh, when Ice Cube was talking about let's go in and actually do a contract for the black community, black America. Are we going to see a difference in that? Are we going to see a, a situation now where it's going to be totally going away from the whole banner of just minority and we actually going to see some things happen for the black community? Are we doing things based off the emotion? Or are we doing it based off the logic? I tell you one thing for sure, correct me if I'm wrong. I see right now that there is um, the coronavirus. I mean, yeah, people got masks on in the streets, but man, that thing, I don't know if it's around or not. <laughs> The coronavirus is around or not? Is it is it popping off right now? And right now, it seems like people like like just put that to the side as we celebrate. I'm hoping to see an actual true transition, transition to a point of actually now we bringing balance to the force, bringing balance to it all, and let's actually see true change happen. No longer just a point of just, you know, let's do some hypothetical stuff. No, let's actually see some movement truly happening. I would like to know what your thoughts are on that. That's the reason why I got on here tonight um, is because I want to really get the dialogue with people. As we see history in the making, do we truly have an expectation of change? You can call in on the bottom. Um, 615-745-9438. And if not, that's cool too. I don't care if it's one, two, three people. I just wanted to see what was the thought of people as I sit down and think about it myself and I talk to my wife and talk to other colleagues and friends. Do they expect to see something happen differently? And they all say yes. If Trump were to win again, they want to actually see Trump. They would want to see Trump to actually be um, a president. Well, now he's not going to be there. He's going to be kicking, screaming, crying, whatever it may be. He's no longer there no more. And this is interesting too. You know, I got a book coming out. That I'm, I'm actually in the process of writing right now that has a very, very um, challenging title to it. And it's called Thank God for Trump. Now, people may also automatically think, oh, it must be supporting Trump. What's that about? But if you look at the cover in itself and the title, so being in sales, in the sales world, you start thinking about you, you actually got to question yourself when you're dealing with the worst customer you ever dealt with in your life. The ultimate question always come back to what did you do that would be different? Regardless of the customer that cussed you out, regardless of the customer that made you look bad, regardless of the customer try to tarnish your reputation, the question always come back to, or the question always come back to, yeah, you asking yourself, what could you have done differently? Because we don't know everybody's situation. So even when Trump was in office before, my idea, my thought process was, what could I do differently? Because this this is what the reason why I'm writing this book is because back in 2016, November the 3rd, 2016, I remember where I was at like it was 9-11, sitting on the couch with my wife. And, of course, a lot of us were looking at the TV, trying to see this pregnancy thing play, play out. I'm sitting on the couch with my wife. She's pregnant with my, my daughter, my son upstairs asleep. And when we heard that uh, Trump won the presidency, when the division was already happening, I got very, very nervous and fear gripped me real quick. I mean, I got nervous for real. I think I felt like what uh, older uh, Caucasian male felt like when Obama won. They didn't know what was going to happen. And I felt nervous myself. But then at the same, same time, my mind was talking to, I was talking to myself, but asking, what are you going to do now? What are you going to do now that the situation already happened? Trump is in office. What are you going to do? Well, he will be in office at that time. What are you going to do now? Are you going to continuously sit back and continue to do, be 
procrastinate on things or you actually gonna move forward with doing stuff. And at that moment, I was challenged by myself. And that's when I, was, you know, I'm being challenged by a guy. You can call him orange, white, whatever he may be, whatever color you may think he is. Regardless of color, this guy challenged me right then and there because now that I'm no longer that fear that gripped me is going to be. It actually said, "What are you going to do with the situation right now?" I was writing a book at that time called The Mindset of Successful Thinking. I continuously kept putting it off, procrastinating, putting it off, procrastinating. But when I seen if Trump can do that, well, man, I can do that too. If this dude can have people following him, going in multiple directions, in a, in, a, in a direction that may be kind of weird, people that I knew, I was very close with, and know, follow a rhetoric that he had going on. Why can't I do the same thing in a better and a positive light? And that challenged me that day. That day, the next day, I called my professor. My professor, actually, um, my political science professor at Tennessee State. When I was in college, he always told me, if you ever decide to run for something in the political office, let me know. Because I'm going to actually be your campaign manager. Now, this guy was the commissioner of the, uh, the election commission back in the day in Nashville. He was my professor. He said, if you run for something, let me know. As soon as Trump won in 2016, I called him on the phone the next day and said, hey, man, I want to run for office. I don't care what it is. I need to do something and do something quick because if Trump can do it. God dang it. I can do it. This dude out there talking about if I walk in the middle of Times Square right now back in the day, I can shoot somebody and won't lose a vote. That's what he said. And if he can get people to rally behind that, I know I can get people to rally behind a better message. And the one thing that political science professor told me when I told him I want to run for something in 2016, he said, Troy, well, not 2016, the next one, 2018, he said, Troy, let me tell you something. Get your money together. I said, why is that? He said, get your money together because you see how Trump won. He won on his own money. No one was behind this guy. He just say and do whatever he want. Think about it. when you can when you got your own money and supporting yourself and investing in your own business and idea. No one can tell you anything and you can say and do what you want. At that moment, I said, man, I'm learning something else again from Trump. Most moto, my motivational speaking platform I have came from that idea about saying, I'm going to get out there and start motivational speaking, motivational speaking, starting that next year. I was challenged at that moment. So I had to say, thank God for Trump, not the fact that I support the guy. But the fact that I now was challenged for me to actually go do something. So at that moment, I said, I'm going to write a book called Thank God for Trump. Nervous as all get out because if you say anything Trump related right then, even now, but then, then you might get a shoe thrown at you. <laughs> Somebody might try to come and put a cross in your yard. There's no, there's no, no telling. Not the fact that I was supporting this guy. The fact that he challenged me, don't even know who I am. Because when Obama won, I was inspired. I had hope. I seen it. But I got complacent like a lot of us have. I got complacent. I started my book, put it down, pick it up, put it down. But when Trump won, I got nervous. And I was thinking about my son as he growing up as a black man, my daughter being a black woman, my wife, my family in general. I started getting nervous about that. And I was challenged by that situation to say, if he can do it, I can do it. So at that point, I started going forward. And start doing things. And that's what that title of that book even mentions and talks about. I mean, the, the dialogue of the book and the content is going to be great. I'm telling you, it's going to be an inspirational story to read. Because it's trying to motivate people to be able to think objectively. What can you learn from your worst client? 
Where can you learn from your worst experience of a person being in office? What can you learn from your worst relationship? That's what I learned from the situation when Trump was in office. One thing we can't take away from the guy, the guy said whatever the heck he wanted to say. He lied right to your face. But people always wanted a businessman. They said, we need a businessman to run the country in office. We got one. And he showed you exactly how to run a business. You can lie to somebody directly in their face. As long as it sounds good, they're going to buy into it. Look at Enron. There's a lot of companies that have done a lot of things and, and sold a, a, hill of, a hill of beans. And nothing happened because it was lying the whole time, making fake documents. Look at American Greed to tell you. We got exactly what we wanted. Or what we want as a country was a person that was a businessman in office. Now we got a political person back, a political professional. Now we got to keep him accountable and her accountable to the fact of now you say and do the things to get into office. Now let's have a higher expectation to actually see something done. My question is, do you actually have a higher expectation to truthfully now see something done? Or was it basically on emotion just to get someone out? We don't want them no more. So we got to bring somebody else in just to bring it back to the balance. That's the thought process. Call in if you like. We got to look to discuss and hear some people's thoughts about what's going on today. Or you can tend to let your sliding to see, you know, the dance to it and hopefully it go right back to what it was before. Meaning you hear this is one thing about Trump, though, man, I'm going to tell you one thing about the people that follow him. You got to see who was who they say they were. They, they came out vocally and said it and done it. If they didn't like you, they didn't like you. They, they put the Trump sign up, they put the Trump sign up. They got the, the, the Pence thing up, they put it up. And they don't care, man, because they're going to let you know I'm who I say I am. One thing we know for previous political office, um, holders is that you don't know who to look at and know who is telling the truth and who's not. Now it's time to hold people accountable. If you say you, you, this is the highest ever that anyone has ever voted in life. In this country history of voting, the most people voted this year. And there was mail-ins and everything else. That shows there's an opportunity there to actually see some new transition. But are we going to end up seeing the same thing and get sold on some nonsense and nothing ever happens? Man, that's, that's the worst relationship ever. You're in a relationship with somebody and somebody tell you, man, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. I'm all about this, I'm all about that. And then they're not worth anything they talk about. They don't do nothing they say they're going to do. They don't do anything at all. Interesting. 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 So that's where we're at today, man. That's, that's the whole thought behind it. You know, it's more than um, about talks about action. Faith that works is dead. So it's one thing to talk about that and I do a, dang, a thing about it. It's all about now. It's all about that action, boss. Uh, what's that? Uh, the brother Lynch. Uh, what's his name? Marshawn Lynch. I'm about that action. And that's what we want to see. Uh, do you want to see that? Do you want to see the action? Do you really want to see something actually transpire? Let me know. Now get into the comment box. Comments. Let's keep the conversation rolling. Um, before we head out, if you want to call in, call in. But we want to see some actual things truly come to fruition. And I see a lot of stuff happening right now. I'm just hoping this be reality. I'm hoping it's going to be real. You know, I'm really hoping it's going to be some some true transformation, man. 
rather than a whole nother situation of back to the same thing, back to the drawing board of discussing, and nothing happening. You know, um, you know, we talk about the thing about when people are talking about um, when, when we get mad that those artists and people like that of powers uh, of, of influence was actually going to go talk to Trump. Um, we got to be careful about the people vote by, based on their wallet. People do things based on their wallet. You got to remember these people don't make the same money as a lot of folks they, that follow them. Some people tax a lot of people tax are not going to change. You may go. You may end up seeing the same money. Um, so also just know it's all about you. This whole thing of holding people accountable and seeing what's going on right now in office. This is why it's important you go vote. Because let me tell you this too. Oftentimes, the people that affect, not often, all the time, the people that affect you the most are the people that's on the ballot that's here locally. These people only in office for only four years or maybe even eight. The people that actually truly transform the laws and everything else, the people that's there, like congressmen and senators and people that's local uh, representatives and uh, representatives and senators and also even to your local government here. In your city that you live in Those are people that are going to actually be there On a continual basis with no term limit It's one thing to go out and vote, vote, vote To get the president the top of the ticket But it's people that's on the bottom and between the ticket That's most important So I'm hoping when you went to go vote You didn't just go down the party line and just do one thing I'm hoping you went down and actually Seen who you want to vote for Who actually, who actually benefits your interests of what you're trying to do They can actually impact you And they will be there on a continual basis There's going to be some things that Trump has done like with the Supreme Court placement, that's going to be effective. That's going to affect our lives for the next forty to fifty years. Those are the people that truly make the change. The people that's in there for four out, four days, not four days, four years, maybe two terms. Those folks are just there for a moment. So now it's time as we continuously seen that. See, this is like when Barack won, uh, got in office, we were so pumped and so happy. Some things happened at that moment. Now it's time to continue to not continuously talk about the conversation about politics because we've all been doing politics for four years. But now it's time for you to stay aware of the laws and things that's changing around you every day that affect you all the time. Call your call your people that you voted for. Call them. Stay in contact with them. Make sure you stay uh, accountable to what you said you're going to do. Look, your boy Biden said he's going to forgive some student loans. A lot of people said <laughs> the people's uh, type of said you better preach, but hey, don't forget that student loan talk. That's even keeping people accountable. I love to get that taken care of. Let's stay, let's stay focused. Don't be distracted. And continue to see things happen and transform around you. Be inspired, be encouraged. Uh, remember, the true outcome of having a mindset of successful thinking is having an unwavering expectation of successfully achieving a predetermined goal, knowing that the outcome was supposed to happen. Remember, though, the two most important currencies in life are time and relationships. Time you got to invest wisely because you can't get it back. Relationships to get you places that money can't buy. Remember this is not always about money too All the time You get to many get to different places in life By having the right relationships in place That's the biggest currency you can ever have in your life So right now today Start tomorrow whenever Start getting close to those relationships And start building them Make them stronger And make things happen I'll holler at you
Hey, before you head out, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Do me a favor. Be sure to hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're hearing the show on today. Until next time, I'll see you at the Naughty Lounge.